You're listening to the Aligned Action Podcast, the show that helps baffled beginners and even experienced entrepreneurs set intentions, attract ideal clients, and make meaning and money using real-life examples, an interactive teaching style, and in-episode experiences. I'm your host, Chantelle, an educator-turned-web designer and aligned business mentor at Clear Quartz Creative. Together, we'll get past your playing small patterns and transform your all-over-the-place ideas into exciting possibilities so you can get the clarity you want, have the alignment you need, and embody the steps to grow your business your way. So take a deep breath, settle in with intention, and let's get into today's episode. When I start to conceptualize a new issue of Facet, I always start by polling my audience of small business owners and entrepreneurs. I get to ask you what you want and what you tell me shapes everything about how I create the issue. So when I posted a series of market research questions about reviews and testimonials back in the summer, the little question box lit up with things that you want to learn. And so in this episode, I am going to be reading out each question and giving you a direct answer to each one of them. Since I did use these questions to inform the print issue of what became Facet, you can have a whole other experience of learning about them if you become a subscriber. There's quizzes, lists, swipe files, templates, systems, journaling, all sorts of ways to work through this content in depth inside the issue. You also got access to me for your follow-up questions when you become a subscriber, so that's a bonus too. Podcasts are really awesome, but they are one-sided. And if you're listening to this and thinking, okay, that's good information, but now I have this question and then that brings up this question. And if you want direct access to my brain on your review, and your testimonials process, you can join as a subscriber at clearcourtscreative.co slash facet. Let's get into the questions. Question one, how do I get video testimonials more easily? This is a two-part answer. Number one, start asking for them. It's as simple as saying to your clients, hey, instead of sitting down to write a paragraph review, would you mind filming yourself on camera? And then that way you can talk naturally about your experience instead. Second part of the answer, make it easier for your clients to film them. Lots of people have video anxiety, even though now we're in this era where video is more prevalent. So I like to tell clients to use the Instagram app to record rather than just the camera on their phone so they can record it and then save it to their device and text or email it to me. I let them know like you don't need to post it or anything, but you can use that and you can use whatever filter you want or, you know, some people are more comfortable using that than just starting a video on their phone. I also let clients know that they don't need to edit the beginning or the ending, that I'll take care of that and I'll add captions and I'll do that. I always ask for vertical video, but you do whatever suits your marketing best. Question two, how do I ensure that each client leaves a genuine review? If you have a specific vibe that you're going for, like honest, authentic, genuine, ask them directly. Sometimes it's easier to highlight what you don't want. You might say, don't worry about sounding polished. I just want your genuine opinion of what working together felt like. Or you could say something like, no need for anything fancy, doesn't have to be perfect. Just let me know in casual words how you felt about our work together. Question three, what are some good questions to ask to get clean reviews? I'm gonna interpret that clean to you means specific. On the off chance that clean to you means free of swear words, you can totally put that in your request. If that comes up, you can also just edit out any words like that if you do happen to get a review that includes those kinds of words. I would say that you're on the right track with asking questions instead of asking for like an open-ended paragraph. I do feel that using questions for testimonials does encourage clients to talk about many aspects of their experience and it also helps them to express it in story form, just usually makes it a little bit more readable. There's a whole list of question 
examples inside Facet. I'm going to share with you my top three favorites. Number one, before we started working together, where were you at? Now that we've worked together, describe how you feel. Two, what is important for others to know about my product or service? And three, what specifically did you like best about working with me? What was your favorite aspect? Question four, how do I authentically incorporate testimonials in marketing? You are going to be your own best answer to this question. So I'll encourage you to notice which of your marketing already feels the most authentic to you and then model your testimonial sharing from that point. Rather than incorporating a new platform for sharing or feeling like you have to copy how someone else is sharing theirs, try to use your own existing content as a template. If you already often create carousel posts, for example, you're just used to transmitting information like that. You can add a slide with social proof to a carousel that you've already made, or you can create a multi-image post that has more than one example of social proof. If you already feel like you express yourself really well with email, you can add a testimonial component to each of your newsletters. That's just a few examples. Don't get hung up on what is the best way because really at the end of the day, authentic just means your way. Question five, how do I ask the right way to get the best reviews? Start by spending a bit of thinking time. I want you to decide what the best reviews would feel like for you. Are you looking for long reviews? Ones that are really wordy, enthusiastic reviews, ones that are full of gushing praise, short and sweet reviews, something that gets right to the point, written reviews that are really specific. So many options here. Now that I've shared those, I think that probably helps illuminate for you how asking yourself this is going to help you start with the end in mind. Because once you know what you want, you're going to be able to better ask for it. Inside Facet, I do recommend finding a repeatable spot to ask for reviews that fits within your existing client and purchase process so that you aren't leaving it up to chance. When I worked in web design, I would add my testimonial form to the Dubsado project right at the very beginning, along with the questionnaire. So clients could see from the start that eventually they were going to be asked to complete that. They were going to be asked to write a testimonial. I think this sort of primed them for being more reflective of their experience as we went. And then I'd remind them on our launch call and I'd send a reminder if it didn't get completed. This is going to take a little bit of trial and error for you probably so that you can figure out what your best way of asking is and where it fits in like what stage of your process. But over time, you're going to see which ways of asking get you your best results, like get you the most responses. Asking is more than half the battle. If you can convince yourself to ask, you can convince your people to respond. Question six, what do I say when clients tell me, I'll give you a testimonial after I launch because then I'll know if what you did worked. It feels like this client or this set of clients, I guess, if there's more than one, feels like they may be giving away their power to you, overburdening you with the responsibility to make sales for them. That's my honest answer. I don't want to give away this question asker's niche, so I'm going to make it very general. You can outsource design, you can outsource copy, you can outsource strategy, but you cannot outsource all responsibility for making sales. That, in my opinion, is an immature way of doing business. To this question asker, I would say, maybe consider having an application process that weeds out clients who have this viewpoint or just change up your boundaries in some way because this viewpoint is a little bit red flaggy to me. Of course, I don't know the tone in which people are communicating this or if this has happened more than once, but there's just something about it that feels a little bit off. But moving on to this more practical part of my answer, this sounds like a genuine desire from your client to get the ask for a testimonial later in the process than you've currently been doing. So maybe you've been asking too early, like maybe you're asking on the last day instead of asking a week or two weeks later. They're obviously a business owner purchasing a service for their business. We know that they are about to do a launch because it's written there in the question, and that's a really hectic time. 
maybe they're communicating that now is not a good time because their focus can't be there. I don't know. I'd recommend maybe trying the ask later just because of the nature of what it sounds like this service is. Not saying that in every scenario there should be a big lag time between the service and the testimonial, but it sounds like for this niche and this particular client relationship, this might be a good case for moving it a bit later. Every business is unique. You're gonna have to play around with this. Page 16 of this issue is all about the timing of asking for testimonials and I do give some guidelines there. But of course, your mileage may vary. You'll wanna make decisions on this based on your own unique business situation. Question seven, what are ways to share testimonials and reviews that are more than just quotes? I love this question. I totally agree that putting up quotes feels just a little low effort or low return and I'm happy to help. Here are a few rules that I recommend. Or Okay, they're not rules, they're guidelines. <laughs> One is that you can link the quote to the specific offer or product on the same slide or within the same graphic. Put the title of your service or product right there beside the quote or review. I think that knowing what the reviewer purchased helps your potential customers to see how that actually connects. Like what did they buy and how do they feel? So in that way, it gives them an idea of what they could experience if they also purchase that thing. And then I do recommend that you give the review some context. So in addition to putting the quote there, give it some kind of a frame. I don't mean visually, like I'm not talking about Canva. I mean a, like a story frame. So something like clients inside my program loved this about working with me. And then you put the testimonial there or listen to the results that this person was able to achieve. Or I'm so proud of my client who felt like this after our work together. Instead of just putting the review there, putting a sentence before or after that just gives it a little bit of context is going to make it feel a lot better. Question eight is a three-parter because many people asked a variation of this one question. I'm gonna read all three and then you'll see what I mean. What are some good questions to ask to get creative reviews? What are some questions to ask clients to help them write better slash more helpful reviews? How can I get more enthusiastic reviews? Inherent in these questions is just a bit of dissatisfaction with reviews that they've already gotten. I've been there. I relate to this so hard. Sometimes you wish you could write your testimony yourself, but of course you can't do that. I'm hearing all sorts of different emotion in these questions. So if I'm reading between the lines, question asker one, the person who wanted the creative reviews, they are feeling like their reviews are too repetitive or maybe too boring. I'd say question asker two is feeling like their reviews are too generic, like they're kind of bland. And maybe they're feeling like they don't really tell any kind of story. And then question asker three, the one wanting more enthusiasm, they, it seems like feel like they're reviews are kind of blah, like they don't really make much of an emotional connection. A couple ways to handle this. One suggestion I have is to provide an example when you ask. There's no harm in sharing your favorite review and hope that that would encourage reviews that are kind of more like that. Another suggestion I have is to, instead of just asking for a paragraph, asking specific questions that get at what you really want them to talk about. Question asker one might ask something like, what surprised you most about our work together? Element of surprise might bring out that creativity. Question asker two, they wanted better written slash more helpful reviews. They could put a question like something like this in their form. What would you say to a friend who was thinking of signing up? People naturally want to help their friends that that might encourage better reviews. To encourage more detail, question asker two could say something like, no moment is too small to talk about. Tell me about all the aspects that you loved about our work. And then question asker three, the person who wanted more emotion, put those feels right into the questions. Like what was the best feeling you had during our work together? Or what did you love about our time together? So you can see that just adding those emotion, those feeling words to the questions might elicit different responses. Question nine, 
how can I have a process for making testimonials part of my client experience? Great question. I love that you're wanting to make this easier for yourself. You are honestly just a few decisions away from making it a part of your process. It's not that hard. It is going to have such a great return once you do it. And the best part about setting it up is that once you set up your system once, you're going to be able to benefit from it forever. And of course, you can always change it if you come up with something better or if something changes in your business. The most important decisions to make are these ones. Jot down your answers and then you'll have a draft of your own process. So decision one, where are you going to ask for reviews? and where are you going to store them? I recommend choosing one spot like Facebook, Google, Dubsado, by email, just to keep things consistent. Decision number two, when will you ask for reviews? I do recommend combining the ask with some kind of final part of your offer. So in the last module of your course maybe, or on your final call with your client, or just in your wrap up conclusion kind of email. Decision three, when will you share your reviews and how? So consider what you already use for marketing and just slot in some spots for reviews. You can alternate them into what you're already doing for content, or you can just add them to existing content to make that content stronger. Question 10, how can I make writing a testimonial for me easier and not annoying for my clients? Common misconception that it is annoying. It's not necessarily that annoying for your clients. It's just that it's one more thing for them to do in their already busy schedule. I would encourage you first and foremost, reframe this mindset. If you manage to stop thinking of yourself as annoying for asking, they will stop thinking that it's annoying to fulfill the request. Even like if they were even thinking about this in the first place, we don't know that they feel that way. A few bonus guidelines just to help you keep simplicity in mind here. Keep your list of questions short. If you're using questions, don't don't ask for a written testimonial and a video one. Shorter requests are going to feel less annoying for everyone, for all of us. We all appreciate brevity in that way. Question 11, where can I get fresh ideas for sharing them? Shameless plug, inside the print issue of Facet. The simple social proof issue is just full of innovative ways to share the social proof that you have earned. It's for sale right now as a single issue for $50 Canadian or as part of a yearly subscription of four issues. So that's this one plus three others on three other topics topics and a ton of accountability for just 300 Canadian. You can earn gifts for completing certain tasks. You can get access to special close friend stories. Best of all, you get each issue automatically delivered to your door as a print copy. Get offline for a little bit and just reconnect with yourself. I have got to say it is way more fun than doing another online course. You can go to clearquotescreative.co slash facet to purchase your copy. Question 12, how do I consistently get testimonials? I'm going to assume that you are consistently doing the asking. That is the best way to consistently get them is to consistently do the asking. Yes. Okay. If you're doing the asking, but you're not having clients follow through on writing them, then let's talk about that because that's a whole different issue. The first tweak I'll encourage you to implement is just to send a reminder, maybe one week after the initial ask, just to keep it top of mind. And then maybe again, two weeks after that with a note, just asking if you can make it easier for them in any way. Bonus here is that it might bring up some parts of your process that are less user-friendly and a client might come right out and tell you why they haven't answered and that information, that data, it can help you with your future asks. The next tweak is just to switch up how you're asking. So if you had been using questions, try just asking for a paragraph, vice versa. Reinvigorate your process a bit and let your clients know that, hey, I'm trying this new thing. They are going to be more on board with you if you let them in on that. There's no harm in explaining to them why reviews are helpful and what you're going to be doing with the review once they've completed it. Sometimes I find knowing the why, knowing the how, it can be an incentive for people when they fully understand how big it would be for your business to have them write up their opinion. 
Question 13, should I ask specific questions or should I just ask for a written review? I don't think there's necessarily a right or wrong here. I give you full permission to try both. Often using a combination of a few questions and then asking for a paragraph can be very effective. You'll find all the pros and cons inside a facet. I talk about which ways work best for different types of business owners in this issue. And if you join as a subscriber, we can also chat about which way works best for you specifically when we have our actual advice group call that's coming up on February 9th. That's an ask me anything style call where you can get my direct feedback on your specific process if you feel like that's a question that you want to ask. Question 14. How can I define a system for asking for reviews and posting testimonials regularly? Okay, I see this cue as pretty similar to the process question above. Here's the thing. A lot of people try to make the concept of systems more complicated. They use a bunch of buzzwords and the point is to make things seem more complicated than they are so that those people can sell them expensive solutions. So I'm here to remind you, public service announcement, that all a system is, is a specific way of doing something that you repeat over and over again. Add in a little bit of consistency and you've got yourself a system. If you always ask for reviews face-to-face -face on your last call, that's a system. If you always share a review to your Insta stories every Monday, that's a system. So to find systems that are perfect for you, notice how you've just been naturally doing things and then see how you could make them just slightly better and slightly more consistent. Question 15, is there anywhere besides Google that I can use for reviews? Yes, Google My Business, I think it's still called that, it's a great place to gather reviews because it does help with your search engine optimization if your account is tied to your website, which is a bonus, but there are lots of other great places too. Many people ask for reviews on Facebook, uh, on Yelp, those are two good spots. Amazon reviews, Etsy reviews, also good for SEO if you're selling items that way. Payment providers, booking softwares, some of those have reviews integrated or they can be configured that way just using automatic emails. So things like Squarespace, MindBody, Square, Calendly. And then if you're a product-based business, your e-commerce software will likely have reviews integrated also. It does depend what you're gathering social proof for because things like podcasts, for example, podcast reviews for Apple have a big impact on how searchable your show is in the algorithm. So if you have a podcast, it's a really good idea to build up a baseline of reviews on Apple, even if your listeners are mostly listening on other apps. I personally collect reviews through my CRM and that's my customer relationship management software. I use Dubsado. I create a form and that's how I gather my reviews. You could also use whatever your CRM is like HoneyBook, 17 Hats, Jane App, whatever is that that you use. And last option here, you can use a dedicated review software, something like Trustpilot or Capterra. That's two R's on Capterra, but otherwise spelled like it sounds. These services are great. They can be really costly, especially for small businesses, but they do tend to have a high level of trust from consumers because they are a third-party app. So like people log in to write the review and it goes through that company. They're not emailing it directly to you where you could potentially edit it or copy paste. I hope that that gave you tons of different ideas of where you can use other than Google. Question 16. How do I gather testimonials in an organized way? I totally get wanting to be efficient with social proof. You're busy. That makes a lot of sense. I think the best way to be organized about gathering testimonials is to do it in the same way every time. That means something like using an email template or an automatic email, something that makes it really easy for you to do and difficult for you to try to get out of doing the task or to forget. Then once a new testimonial comes in, you can keep it organized by categorizing them by product or by offer, definitely keeping all 
of your screenshots together is going to help you feel more organized. Inside Facet, there is a QR code that leads you to a copy of a spreadsheet where you can keep everything organized that has to do with your testimonials. Question 17. What is a subtle way of collecting client references rather than reviews? I personally feel that subtlety is not going to work here. If you're asking clients to speak to your other potential clients about the merits of working with you, totally cool, but you're probably going to have to be direct about it. I would suggest a script along these lines. Some of my potential clients want to speak to people I've already worked with before signing on with me. Would you be willing to be a resource to people who are looking for the same solutions I've helped you with? Okay. And then you're going to tell them what that's all going to entail. Like, are we talking like a 10 minute zoom? Are we talking a quick DM chat? Like what, what is the form that that's going to be taking? And do ask your client, like the one who's going to be a reference, what their boundaries are around this and then respect those boundaries, whatever they share. My advice here too is to be selective. Asking someone to be a reference is a bit more involved than asking them to write a one-time review. So you're likely only asking your top 10% clients who you have a closer relationship with. So be really choosy with who you're asking and I think that that strategy will pay off. Question 18, where is the most effective place to post and use testimonials once I've got them? Most effective place, the place where you have the most engaged audience. Not necessarily the largest audience, but the most engaged. Reviews tend to work best in places where people are already having honest conversations, places where you're already spending the most time. So the more active that you can be about sharing reviews, the better. What I mean by that is don't just stop at putting a quote up. Do connect it with some of your talking points, some of your content buckets. Make sure to give it context by sharing it alongside your actual product or service. You can try going face to camera, talking about it, maybe reading it out loud. Introduce that human element as much as you can. That's going to matter more than platform. And challenge yourself to share social proof more often than you already are. If you're sharing zero right now, that's okay. You can start anywhere. Aim for sharing something like one a month and start there. And then you can build on that habit and grow it as you get more comfortable. Now that we've gone through all 18 of these questions, I actually have a question for you. This Q&A format is new for the show. So tell me if you liked this episode and learning about a topic this way. Your feedback is super important to me because obviously I want to make more episodes that you love to listen to and learn from. Send me an email at hello at clearcoursecreative.com co or a DM on Instagram at clearquartzcreative and tell me what you think about this episode format. That's it for this episode. I hope you take these answers and go on to revolutionize your testimonials process. I'm happy I was able to help. Thank you for listening to the Aligned Action Podcast. I hope this episode has helped you take the first step to turn your ideas and insights into income. For one-on-one guidance and done-for-you solutions, visit clearquartzcreative.co to see how we can work together. If you loved this episode, please take a moment to rate and review the show. Each review helps me to help more entrepreneurs like you dig deeper and get crystal clear. Until next week, remember, you're a gem. Every intention you set and every action you take is an expression of being the brilliant business owner you already are.